Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Hollywood Podcast, covering the latest in film, TV, streaming, and social media. I'm your host, Max Geshwind. Stay tuned for today's episode. All right, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode, and I'm so happy to be joined by Emmy and DGA-nominated and BAFTA-winning filmmaker Sean McNamara, who, over his years as a filmmaker, has been known as having a keen eye in family film and television entertainment. You can just look to the commercially successful film Soul Surfer, as well as Disney Channel films such as Even Stevens, That's a Raven, and several others. However, his last directorial project marks a tone shift that we're used to seeing from him. The new Edge of Your Seat horror film Vindicta comes out next Friday, October 6th in select theaters and on demand. Sean, thank you so much for taking the time to chat. You bet. It's great to be here. So I'd love to start off right from what I had mentioned earlier, which is that, you know, you've been known for many years working in the lane of family-friendly entertainment and Vindicta definitely is not that it is a you know horror film it's the edge of your seat thriller um definitely not for kids so can you talk about what motivated you to wanting to you know switch gears and tell this story which is you know certainly for a different audience than you've been used to catering throughout your career Absolutely. Well, I I do like family films and I've made a lot of them. But what's interesting about Vindicta, at the base of it is there's a family. There's a father and daughter uh, family relationship uh, that gets completely blown out of the water by the circumstances that happen. And um, I have been I just like to make great big movies. And uh, horror is something I've I just started to dabble in a little bit because I really enjoy just the, the power of moving an audience so whether i move them to tears with family things i'd love to just scare the heck out of them on on this movie and just just as a director i try to just do the best types of movies i can whether whatever genre it is and i think we found a really great script in this one and made a a terrific movie and that's switches gears to my next question which is i'd love to know how you found the script written by and i don't want to butcher his last name but ian Nilai, I believe it is. Um, can you share how this script came across your radar and what was it about the story that made you want to take it on as your next project? So, well, the script came to me from uh, Stephen Paul, who uh, I've made other films, family films with, in fact, Bratz, uh, Robo Sapien, um, Baby Geniuses. And as Stephen found the writer and I read the script and it was just blood curdling. It was like, oh, wow, this is this is going to be crazy. But I just love getting into the meat of it, if you will, of how do you tell this story about a, um, you know, somebody who felt that, that his family was wronged and how he's going to make it right. And interestingly, last summer, I actually went to Italy because I knew I was doing this movie and went to see Michelangelo's David because it was it's such so impactful in this film. And I used what I saw and I discovered in Italy and brought it back into this movie. Yeah. Um, Can you talk a little bit more about working with Ian, um, you know, during the pre-production process? Okay, so Ian is just extraordinary. He Mm -hmm. was... uh, First of all, he wrote a great script, but then, you know, we were shooting it up in Vancouver and we had to make changes based on weather, locations and so forth. So every day there was changes after changes being made and he kept up with it. And he's the fastest writer I know. 
And we would have to like take out characters and combine characters. And Ian just, you know, just did it incredibly quick and fast. But um, his mind just works in a way that that really is scary. Like he he could come up with scenarios that would just make me jump when I was reading uh, the words and he just completely blew me away. So uh, fantastic. I think relatively new writer to the genre, but he's he's great at it. While watching the film, it was definitely reminiscent of, you know, the slasher films of the 70s and 80s. And Elena, um, who is your star, definitely does come across as a <clears throat> as a final girl in some ways. Um, however, there's more complex, um, sometimes even veering into religious undercurrents that lie in the story. Can you explain how that might have interest you in having it not just be a typical slasher film, but something that has a deeper theme beneath the story? Yeah, well, I um, I love movies. Uh, I like a, a Dan Brown movie, uh, Angels and Demons. Um, you know, those sorts of things intrigue me so that there's something more to it. And, um, you know, so when I read this, there was the, the, a spiritual angle, but definitely a historical angle, bringing in uh, Michelangelo's David, bringing in what the gods were thinking and how he was able to bring this into, you know, current day society. But um, and um, Elena, oh, my goodness, she's the greatest actor. She's going to be a massive star. Um, she uh, who I think was just in a film, uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3 that just yep. came out in the movies recently. And she was terrific in that. But she's the real deal. I mean, she really made that character come to life. And um, so anyway, she's she's extraordinary. I'm glad you touched on Elena because that is my next question, finding Elena. And, you know, you're, you've been known for years as discovering, you know, young up and coming talent that have now risen to just be, you know, household names in today's pop culture. Can you talk about um, what it was like meeting Elena for the first time and what you saw in her that made her feel perfect to play the lead? Well, it's interesting. I had actually met her the year before there was a dinner set up and she sat across from me. And she's just, she holds the room and she can sing. And she has a very unique voice, very educated, uh, very, I mean, she's incredibly intelligent. And I just like watched her and 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 I was like, go, go in. I just wish one day that I would be able to make a movie with her. But, you know, thinking that she's going to be a massive star way before that. And then the timing had it that this script came aboard. And I was saying, what about Elena? Um, who had done another movie uh, for Stephen Paul. And it was like, yeah, let's let's ask her. And she she knew what I had done in the past. And so, so she agreed to do it. But she is, I mean, she's a force to be reckoned with. You're going to see a lot more of Elena Camporas. Yeah, definitely. And as you mentioned, she's a rising star with the Big Fat Greek Wedding films, her Netflix series, Jupiter's Legacy, and already many others. So um, um, including this one. Um, well, I'd like to talk about... Um, the physical acting that is required for several of the actors in this film, Elena being um, one amongst many of them. Can you talk about what you had to put the actors through um, physical, physically wise during some of the um, scenes in this? Sure. Well, there's a couple of things. Start with Elena. I mean, she is like a ninja. She had, she is in incredible shape. She knows how to fight and she wanted to add that. That wasn't in the original script oh, wow. that she could kick ass like that, but because she could, and she showed me video of her doing it, we actually rewrote the ending. So it became a huge 
like a huge fight with her and she did 90% of the stunts. Anytime there, there was a big fall or falling on the back, we would probably have used a stunt person, but everything else is all Elena just kicking ass while she's uh, filming these scenes. And it's, it's incredible. So that's, um, that's, that's what I love about. She's just so good at it. Um, Daniel Cudmore, who plays David he had to do a lot of things with that mask on that he couldn't mm -hmm. see out of. So it was very funny when the eyes are shut, he can't see anything. And we, I would literally like hold his hand and walk him back five feet and then say, now walk forward five feet. And I go, just in this cut, you're going to walk. And as simple as that sounds, that became an action element that was like wild that we were trying to make a film where our, our lead antagonist, our bad guy, if you will, couldn't see where he was going. And then he had to get into fights with her and, and he's, uh, very well versed at stunts, so he was very good at it. But the two of them together in some of the stunts that they had to do, I was just blown away. I mean, literally, she'd cr crawl under a fire truck and he'd just grab her by the by the ankle and rip her out from underneath it. That was her doing all of that, uh, all of that stuff. Yeah, I want to talk about a couple other actors that you cast in the film. Um, you have Emmy winner Jeremy Piven of Entourage fame as Elena's um, father, as well as Sean Astin from. Lord of the Rings and Stranger Things and many other um, films and TV shows who plays the seasoned detective teaching um, Elena's character the ropes of being a paramedic. Um, can you talk about um, bringing Sh Jeremy and Sean into these roles on the film? Okay, so let's start with Jeremy. Jeremy, who for me is Ari Gold from Entourage. Yeah. And I, you know, we made the offer and I'm thinking he's not going to do this. And then he accepted the role because he wants to try some other stuff. And he... It's just crazy when you talk to him, when 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 he calls me on my phone or texts me, I'm like going, oh, my God, that's the guy. That's the guy from that show. But it turns out he is just such a great actor. And he was so good at playing her father. And and as you know, it becomes a much deeper. He's a retired police officer that has a checkered past that we discover in this movie. Um, and he, he just was absolutely fantastic. And he has a new movie coming out called The Performer that it's going to get him tons of awards. People are going to start looking at him in a totally different way. Um, so I was just so blessed and happy to have him in the movie. Now, Sean Astin is somebody that I has been a hero of mine since I was very young when he ever since Rudy, you know, Lord of the Rings. My gosh, we have Sean Astin on the set and he's just solid great actor has fantastic ideas loves to try new things and um really good and and the three of them um elena sean and and jeremy oh my gosh together they they were just insanely good and they would be sitting down in the corner like writing notes and coming up with new lines literally like two minutes before we're going to shoot they said oh we want to try this scene this way and i was like yep that's genius let's do let's do it so those those guys were um were just fantastic. And then you said also Jamie Kalika. Yes. Yeah. Talk about Jamie too. So, so Jamie, I didn't know him before, but I got the privilege of getting to meet him on this movie. And he is just genius. He he just came in here and you know, at, at first, uh, he was like palling around with Elena. And I said, no, 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 you guys gotta kind of be against each other at first and then learn to work with each other later. And he was just fantastic at it. He's super smart and very, very good at just, um, you know, I always like look to people like Tom Cruise or people who have to just be the every guy in a scene. And he just nailed that. And um, 
as you know, that certain things that happen in the film, it's pretty intense that happens yeah. with Jamie. Just a fantastic, genius actor. Right. And Jamie plays Jason, who is Elena's colleague in the film, co-worker. Um, yes, well, is. for my next question, would love to know, um, because there certainly are, you know, um, pieces of inspiration from earlier films that you know you take away while watching this for you personally while you were working on the film were there any you know films of the past that you kept on looking back to as you know touchstones as something that you'd like to um you you know um honor in this one you know all the jamie lee curtis movies halloween those are the ones that i watched growing up and so there was something about that that i just really like tried to watch um, you know, that those were the, the movies that inspired me. Freddie inspires me, like, you know, having a mask like this. I hopefully I was trying to come up with an iconic mask and the David mask, who normally we recognize as, you know, uh, David and Goliath and we kind of like it. What if we turn him into the bad guy with this mask? So um, I just I really enjoy the Scream movies where you have a mask and I, I kind of made it all white porcelain looking with a hoodie type thing over it. So th those are the types of movies that inspire me that probably most most of them is like Halloween. Right. Absolutely. No. Yeah, this is definitely like the next Jason, Freddie, Michael um, iteration in, you know, a slasher film antagonist. So um, it's so cool to see this brought back in a whole new and different story um, as it is in Vindicta. Um, well, for my last question about the film, would love to know because I don't want to give anything away, but the ending does, you know, leave it a bit open-ended. Um, is there any possibility? Have you already been talking to Ian about a sequel or some sort of continuation of this story? Absolutely. Well, the whole idea was it, it you know, it, obviously it has to be successful for them to want to do a second one, but this is very much a franchise. If we do it right, it will keep going. And that's the fun of it. And um, I think, uh, and I would like, you know, like they did with Jamie Lee Curtis is keep bringing Atlanta back. I mean, I hope she'll work again because she's she, the, the big directors and producers are going to grab her up very, very soon. And it's going to be harder and harder to get her, but right. she is just such a talent. And I want to uh, continue to work with her, but I also, you know, want to work with the, the David character. Uh, I think that's a, um, I think it's a must. I think it could be a fun Halloween thing that everybody's walking around with David masks. Yeah, no, definitely. This is prime for the next new popular Halloween costume for sure. Um, well, for my very last question, would love to know if there are any um, upcoming projects that we have to expect from you. I know that, you know, several years ago now you worked on a, <clears throat> a Reagan biopic starring Dennis Quaid. I don't think that that's been... Um, released yet do you know when we have to expect that film to come out or any other um, films that you've directed that we expect to come out soon absolutely i have two big ones coming out reagan's one of them and it is a biopic that picks him up from when he's a little boy all the way through old age and alzheimer's at the end and uh, we're hoping for president's day of 2024 okay um we started shooting it during the pandemic and we had to stop and then come back and and we have tons of visual effects and then we you know ended up with the strike right when we were about to start mixing the movie so all these little holdups have stopped us from uh getting it right into production but it is coming very very soon and then what i'm really proud of that i'm also doing with paramount is bow artist at war it's a story of uh joseph bow who was in schindler's list 
Uh, it's the couple, he and Rebecca get married in the concentration camp. So we went and got the rights to his story and are telling that story. And that's going to be out next year too. Sounds great. Well, congratulations again on Vindicta. And it sounds like we have a couple great projects to see from you coming up in 2024. Uh, Um, Well, thank you so much for taking the time, Sean. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please take a moment to subscribe to The Hollywood Podcast for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Max Geshwind. Thanks for listening.